0: because I don't think I've ever really had this happen where I have two verses on my mind and I'm really not sure which one I'm going to choose, but I know which one would bother me the most to talk about in the sense that I feel like it's more self-confrontational. And so I feel like maybe that's the one I to talk about. And that verse is Proverbs 13, verse 20. It says, Spend time with the wise and you will become wise. I don't... I always feel like there's a need to compare things to um, the world and stuff, but I just kind of like it when, you know, you realize, you know, the world is just taking kind of hints from what the Bible said. When I think of this, when I think of, you know, sayings like, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Or other sayings like, um, if you hang out with strays, you'll get fleas. I don't really know that one off the top of my head, to be honest. I just know it's something like that. I'm just basically essentially saying that based off of who you're around, you're going to become more and more like them. And that's true in the spiritual sense and in the you know worldly sense, even just aspirations, drives. If you're around people who are constantly giving you excuses to not do something, you're not going to be as driven. I mean, you might still have that personal drive that's within you, but it's not going to be as strong as it could be. Um, because instead of having someone encourage whatever's already in you, like a drive or motivation or, you know, the Holy Spirit. And they're constantly giving you excuses to not do it. And the verse that I think of when it comes to that is, you know, I know we just covered it, so I'm kind of sad that I don't remember it, but I'm working on that. Um, and I'll talk about that later. Um, about the spirit being... The, f- the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. And I think about that and I think about, well, what can we do to help the spirit? And it kind of goes in, in, in line with this, spend time with the wise and you will become wise. If we're spending time with people who are more God-driven and God-focused, then that's how we become more God-driven and God-focused ourselves. And we have people who are encouraging us to do the things that we know that we should be doing, um, It's kind of like, in a way, making peer pressure work for us, because there are situations where, if you're in a situation, it almost becomes impossible to do something, because you you begin to think, oh, well, what's what will so-and-so think? What will so-and-so think over there? And honestly, that still happens in Christianity, because there are times where it's like, well, I should go up to the altar, but what will that person think? But, I honestly think, if you begin to surround yourself with like-minded people, realizing that, you know, we all are needing the altar, we all are, you know, not... Deserving or worthy of the altar, but you know, we all should. It's, it's, we should all be sacrificing ourselves. Um, we should all be living sacrifices, is what I meant to say. Um, and there's a verse that I, that I actually love. I just don't remember, um, the exact words, but it basically, um, I think it's Matthew, it's in Matthew chapter 23. Um, I want to say nineteen. Basically, essentially saying, um, who is greater, the sacrifice or the altar? It must be the altar because before the altar, the sacrifice is nothing. But the altar, we keep holy. The altar, we know that's like, ooh, I can't, I can't go up with a heart mindset. I can't go up there. I'm not, I'm not, you know, in the right mindset. I'm not perfect enough. I'm not whatever. And we, we know that we associate the altar with with cleanliness and, and sanctification and. And yet we have this weird thought that like, you know, I can't go up there because I'm not sanctified. When in reality, it's the altar that makes you sanctified. You're not going to become sanctified no matter what. There's no sanctification through and of yourself. That's only by becoming a living sacrifice, you are sanctified through Jesus Christ. And so having just people that will share stuff like that with you, having people who will have the right um, understanding of God. And I feel like people tend to look at the word and say, well, the word should tell you what God is and isn't. But um, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Hold on. Okay. So it's John 16, 12 through 15. It's not even a verse that I had planned to share. It just happens to be a verse that I have on my phone. It says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And so, I feel like the people who believe that you can just read the Bible and and be good are mistaken. I'm not saying that we should all interpret the Bible in our own way, but when you have the Holy Spirit and you have the Bible, it's like a two-parter. You need that, the Holy Spirit and the Bible, but you also need worship. And there's so many more aspects to it than just to say, you know, God is this, a relationship with God is this. It's so much more complex and we try to simplify it all the time. But we need to both have a relationship with God and you know have the holy spirit to understand that word because without the holy spirit there is no understanding we are just having like a very literal understanding of what the word is saying it is the holy spirit that speaks to us um anyway like i said i just i have trouble thinking about this verse because i have kind of asked before like god why do i struggle to do this so much god why do i struggle to do that so much and it's like you know It's like he's shared with me, and I've just kind of ignored it. But the reason being is because I don't surround myself. I mean, I do, but I don't. Like, I'm not... We need to make more time to spend time with people who are Christian and... and God-focused and God-centered. And one thing that really... Kind of, And this is kind of weird, because it's not even necessarily talking to someone. But something that really stood out to me one time was when someone was talking about a relationship. And they were saying, you should never want someone who loves you more than anything. You should always want the person who loves God more than anything. Because if they love God, then you'll know that they'll love you right. And I guess that's what I'm saying. When we're seeking friends and we're seeking wisdom, we know that in the Bible it says, to love God, to fear God, is to be wise. And it's in this that we grow wiser. I don't know the actual verse, but I know that's a thing, because I've been reading um, The awe of God by Bavir. I don't know his first name. Um, I'm very forgetful lately. I don't know why, but um Anyway. Just spending time with people who are God-loving, God-fearing, who put God first, because as we spend more time with them, we know that they're going to push us and guide us and give us advice that are going to cause us to lean towards God and away from God. Um, and We have to find people that are going to speak the right things into our life, not when we're at our lowest, kind of pull us farther and farther away. We need people who, when we're at our lowest, no matter where we turn to, no matter who we ask, they're like you know what God would say. And, you know, in a nice way, because we all know how annoyingly frustrating it is when someone's like, well, you know, God wouldn't say that. And they kind of like, I don't know, sometimes it's just us, (laughs) but just having good friends Um, good relationships with people, um, being close and in a community and a group that's going to lead you towards God, is going to keep you wise and help you build that wisdom, and in turn, also someone that you can pour wisdom into, someone that's going to, you know, share and speak to you and share verses or um, things like that. People are going to keep you on the, you know, that narrow path instead of pull you off every chance they can get because, you know, they don't really see the importance of God. Anyway, um that's it <laughs> To spend more time with god spend more time with people who love god people who put god first not someone who loves you more than anything but someone who loves god more than anything because if they love god more th- more than anything they'll also you know love you in the right way because they have that example of god's love they have that example of loving god they know how to love because they've experienced the truest love anyway as always, let's go ahead and end with a prayer. Dear God, <clears throat> I pray that you help us to push past our comfortableness. I know that we all have our friends and our times and our things that we want to spend time with and things that we want to do, and that doesn't always necessarily correlate with spending time with people in church and you know, volunteering in church and doing all these things in church that it's really hard as we, you know, embark on our new relationships or even just continue to develop and grow a uh, a relationship that's already been developed. To focus more on you, to help us to locate and, you know, have the strength Allow us to focus on the willing spirit rather than the weak flesh that will push us towards developing more godly relationships. Not necessarily a relationship, you know, with you, but a relationship also with people who will help us stay focused on you, helping us find people who put you first and not themselves or other people, and who are quick to not lash out at us and, like, get onto us, but are going to give your word, Lord, in a loving way and in a Correcting and keeping us on that narrow path, helping us to stay focused on you and not get off the. Hi, thanks for listening to this week's episode of HFC. I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know it was short, but I, I feel like it's an important topic. We need to start building those relationships, building those networks, networks that are focused on God, finding a spot where God can ex- exist. And that sounds weird. finding a spot where, you know, we can be free to show our love with God and, and build that That kind of experience with loving God. So that way, when we go out into the world, it's easier to love God openly because we've had practice doing it in these situations, building that experience. I hope that came across right. Um, anyway, have a great week. God bless you. Bye.